Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One, two, one, two. I'm here. Roberto. Hi, Rob. Chris? Hi, have you lost Phil? Because I think I have too. <laughs> Isn't this pathetic? Pathetic. Can't we do oh, this, this, Phil? Yeah, but... Okay. Can you just say DJ Coloured without us interrupting so I can put some delay on Oh, okay. Did you, get, did you get a special jar and a letter from the government to... I know, I did that on the, we- I did that on the weekend. Yeah, how did you... Did... Have you done yours? I haven't done mine yet. I got one a few years ago. It's still in the drawer. <laughs> what? Yeah. What's in the drawer? So you forgot to send in what you did last year or you just left it empty? I'm just praying it's number two. since our last podcast. <laughs> I sent those over to you to edit. <laughs> I sent them over to you to edit. I just watched this documentary on David Bowie and I think they've taken off the one that you were talking about, Phil, where they're talking about with Rick Wakeman talking and all that. They had one with David Bowie's ex-girlfriends and his mates, his ex-managers. No, I haven't and, seen that. Uh, no, and uh, what's great about it is a lot of live footage of him singing, and yeah, he had an amazing delivery of his voice. It sounded the same live as the studio. There was no, absolutely no difference in the way that he hit the microphone, either live or in the studio. And that's astounding. Yeah, well, he'd been know. singing for like 16 years before his first hits. So, Yeah, but, but he didn't really use a mic until, what, after the all that sort of um, folk music scene. Well, that mm. was where he started to get the sound, his sound. Well, that was only just before Ground Control, the Major Tom, the, yeah. what we call the Space Oddity. Yeah. That's where he was getting his mic training, yeah. in a little bar at the back of a pub. But there's a difference between the studio sound and the live sound with every singer. And it sounded the same. It's amazing. You know, except for the reverb of the arena. Rob, you were there. What was it about the way that he hit the microphone, the way he held oh, himself? Because that really impressed me when you said that. It's fantastic. It's just yeah. Oh, I can't believe I was three meters away. Yeah. And he he sang. It was oh, it's an amazing voice. I think it's yeah. Like Elvis Costello, he's got three or four voices. Hmm. That's my theory, anyway. Unproven. Is this shirt slimming? We gladly feast on the future to nourish the past. Who are we talking about? This is just going to be one of those pre-intro. No, 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 no. Oh, here we go. Ladies. Oh. I've been focus grouping what we need to talk about, okay? Oh, oh. Because I DJed on Saturday night. I was doing a wedding. We weren't there. I was doing a wedding at the Watson's Bay Boutique Hotel, which is what it's called now. I know. It's still the same pub. It's still the same pub. And what happened, Phil? Sometimes popular culture is forced upon you when you become a DJ. And I'm not sure if you heard of it. DJ Khaled. 
I can see by the expressions on your face. <laughs> Is that K K H A L E D? That's right, Khaled. DJ yeah, Khaled. I have heard of him. I just can't understand the sheep-like nature of people these days because his signature is that he calls out saying, DJ Khaled! And so, of course, people on the dance floor all the time are just calling out, DJ Khaled! DJ Khaled! <laughs> Pretty clever. Pretty clever. But you have, have you seen this guy? Have you seen this guy? Have a look. Yeah, it's, it's if, you, if, you want to waste, if you want to waste two minutes of your life. Is that the, guy who, the big fat guy who can't dance? That's the one. That's the one. Shuffle. Yeah, it's that's the one. And he and he looks like he should be working in a kebab shop as well. <laughs> I think he is working in a kebab. He's shop. got the look. DJ Khaled, say my name. In his latest clip. He's in um, a clip with Rihanna in uh, what's the name of the song? Wild Thoughts, doing his bad dancing, calling out DJ Khaled, and she's just. I mean. Loving it. What is what's happened to feminism? I think it's I think it's oil money, mate. Oh, it's bizarre. Okay, I've lost you guys. Anyway, so I've uh, I've got Chris. Yeah, I've got Rob. Oh, oh, oh. On that note I of DJ Khaled, excuse me. Someone needs to be a host here. Ladies, Someone needs to be a host here. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> On that note, popular culture, DJ Khaled, what's happened to feminism? And the sluttish behaviour of Rihanna. Welcome to Is This Shirt Slimming? Can you do that again? Have we finished uh, 60s pop, have we? Is This Shirt Slimming? Presented by Christopher Sulos, Robert Barnhill, Philip Muscatello. The highs, the lows, the triumphs, the invigilators, the laughter, the tears. Is This Shirt Slimming? I guess it must be a podcast. Whoops. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's the music I wrote for, t- for an imaginary toothpaste ad. Uh, no, Mentos. That was <laughs> the one I thought. If I ever got the Mentos ad, that would be the music I would write. And that's what I wrote. Because I love the Mentos ads. It's lovely, Phil. I'm not sure about you two, but I think it worked a lot better when Phil had the wardrobe light <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> In my studio and Phil's studio, we have our clothes on display, all of them. Okay, has anyone got anything that they wanted to talk about? Because I've got a few things, but I don't want to take over tonight, like I always do. Oh, come on, you're Mr. You're Mr. Focus Group. Off you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what happens is, he, Phil doesn't want to have a topic, so he doesn't really bring anything up, but he guides it. Today, we've been asking for a topic for weeks, and today, we should have a topic ready, right? Thanks, Phil. I'm yeah. talking to you. Phil. I'm making an example of you, boys. <laughs> okay, let's see yeah, what you've I'm, got prepared. I'm losing, I'm losing. I am. Um... <laughs> well, look, I, I can talk about this gig on Saturday night and um, the uh, the music that I was playing. And uh, this is a, a a family from Sydney's western suburbs. Lovely, lovely family. But other people around the world might know the the term Westies, but. Um, you might get the idea of the kind of people we're talking about. Lovely people, but... Um, oh, not all of them. A bit rougher than most. No, I love working with Westies. I love doing Westie DJing because, you know, you always get that girl coming up to you going, play Am I Ever Gonna See Your Face Again and not the clean version. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying there is only one version. <laughs> it's you that makes it. <laughs> <laughs> the not clean version. I was emceeing this wedding as well. I came on and said, come on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have some more speeches now. How about the food? 
pointed over to Lance, who's the father of the bride, and a very thin man. And I said, how about this food, Lance? Hey, you look like you could do with a good meal. And I heard this sharp Ooh. intake of breath. Oh, no. <laughs> and I oh, thought, no. I thought, cancer. <laughs> cancer. He's, like, <laughs> He's got the soup in the paper bag. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> don't know. I, I, my theory is, is that they were, because they were of the that rough hewn kind of people, they were used to that Rodney Rude insult the audience kind of humour and just liked it anyway. <laughs> That's the only, the only explanation I got because the groom, the groom came up to me after and put his arm around me. Oh, you're the best MC, mate. So I figure everything was okay. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had an uncle. He died of the big C. Uh, Did he have an MC making fun of him as he was dying of the big C? The big C. And you're supposed to say, what, cancer? <laughs> oh, what, cancer? Oh. No, he drowned. Anyway. <laughs> well, that was great. That was good. Oh, that was the big scene. I'm, I'm going to have to edit that to make it flow, but yeah. Flow. <laughs> flow. Okay, so has anyone had any other musical experiences they'd like to talk about? Chris, a couple of weeks ago you did a gig in Liverpool. What did you do? Uh, it was the uh, Liverpool Catholic Club band in the Liverpool Catholic Club showroom. So I was in the Liverpool Catholic Club showroom band. I became a member. And on, on, the, on the form, it says uh, it's got all the, like, the details. Where do you live? Your name. Where do you live? Your gender. And a box, I've never seen it on a form before in my life. It said, uh, a yes, no box. Are you Catholic? And I ticked no. Did the did, did the sirens go off and the the flashing alarms? No, I think I just got the, like the like a thinner, more throwaway card than the rest of the guys got. So <laughs> just like a... he won't last. <laughs> no commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what are we talking about? You had the list, Phil. Last week, I had the great pleasure of going and seeing Tex, Don, and Charlie. Oh, here we go. You're in love. I think I have a man crush. I must have a man crush mm. because I've realised now that the artist that I've seen more times than any other artist is Tex Perkins in all the various iterations. And uh, yeah. there you go. I don't know what it is, but I've seen The Beast Suburban many times. Actually, I was at the first gig in Sydney with Noel. Did you come along to that one, Rob? Certainly not. At the <laughs> <laughs> at Strawberry Hills, which became <laughs> the Southern Cross. <laughs> With Tex Deadly and the Dum Dums, the cowboy punk Sorry, band. Sorry, did I sound definite enough? That was definite. So saw them there, saw Beast Suburban, saw The Cruel Sea. I've seen the, uh, the Man in Black show, seen the Lee Hazelwood and Nancy Sinatra show. And uh, which other one? Oh, Tex Don and Charlie, who I'd never seen before. Hung, hung around back of his house watching him put the garbage out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to make sure he's inside before you go through the garbage, Rob. That's right. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> Ray? <laughs> Who's Ray? Oh. Oh. John Saffron went through, went through Ray Martin's rubbish and Ray got the shit. <laughs> the wig spun round. <laughs> really got stuck into it. So um, how about you guys? Have you got any thoughts about uh, Tex or any of the, the, the bands? No, not really. I love Texas interviews on the radio where he talks about the, the bands he was in. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And uh, the time that he joined a band, my favorite story he tells is the time he joined the band in Melbourne called the Poofters. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the interviewer said, why did you join the Poofters? He said, because one day I knew I was going to get interviewed and uh, and someone was going to ask me what band you were in and I wanted to be one of the guys who could say he was in the band called the Poofters. <laughs> Which I think is a fantastic story. I know, he doesn't take things very seriously, does he? He's, he's never no, taken his career no. seriously. That's one of the things I can relate to, not taking his career seriously. <laughs> Oh, that was vicious. Boom, boom! <laughs> that was vicious. Have you ever seen the um, oh. the fifteen minute infomercial for one of his bands, The Lady Boys? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, but I did. It's I fantastic. Did, I did play that version of "Come Said the Boy" on Friday afternoon at work. It's fantastic. That's oh, a good song. Sorry, I don't want to sound too excited. In in the infomercial, he um he does say. The 90s was a glorious era for indie scumbag rockers like us, but eventually we ran out of songs, so we had to start covering others. He had his tongue or something firmly planted in his cheek, I think, Phil. <laughs> the following is an advertisement for the music collection of a lifetime. That's the opening screenshot in Tex Perkins, the Lady Boys 10-minute ad infomercial. So have you guys ever seen, um, seen Tex perform live? I've I've never seen him live. Uh, I've only ever seen him on um, on uh, Rage. Because I love I love the Beasts of Bourbon. I love the Beasts so much. I mean, out of all the bands, what was that one of the video that had the the light bulb that kept swinging around the room? It's a fantastic song. Uh, um, the Beasts. Yeah, yeah, uh, Psycho. That was yeah, off their first fantastic. album, The Axman's Jazz. Oh. What a great clip! <laughs> I mean, that album. Yeah, that album yeah. was um, recorded in twenty four hours. With a couple of uh, slabs of beer, it doesn't sound like it. it's got great groove. It's a it's a fantastic album. I mean, that's that's the album that's got Psycho, which of course is the big hit from it. Uh, yeah. Ten Wheels for Jesus, a great trucking song. The day Marty Robbins died. Hey Phil, have you seen my old guitar that my cousin found in the garage sale? Is that the one you just had then? It looks good. It looks very cool. Yeah, it's um it's an old it's an it's an Alva A L V E R. Sounds Jewish, doesn't it? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so what it is? It's an arch top, but it's um yeah, it's a it's a real guitar, a real. It sounds like Malcolm Young. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the country's the country period. You know when they were doing a lot of finger picking. <laughs> it's the Fireside album, um, the, the Fireside Young Band, AOR Easy Listening Hard Rock. I was thinking of the word Nickelback. <laughs> And uh, it's it's just starting. Well, it's it's out of tune. It's just come out of the case. But it's got that arch top sound, you know. Yeah, 
And it sounds wonderful. When you plug it in, it sounds like George Benson. Wow. <laughs> but That's what I, I was thinking. <laughs> you could be the black George Benson, Chris. I want to be the Greek Demis Roussos. <laughs> He's a great bass player, Demis Roussos, the unknown side of Demis. No, you laugh. You laugh. You laugh too. No, he was. He was a, he was a, he was a gun bass player. You serious? Yes. <laughs> that's serious. That's the, when do I ever joke about music? What next? Nana Muscuri is a, is a horn section. Nana Muscuri is a, she's beautiful with her glasses off. Oh. Oh, yeah. Showstopper. I'd go to her cooking shows. <laughs> oh, you guys are dropping out. I must have a problem. I think you do have a problem. You're, you're very grainy tonight, Rob. We should talk about the Hollies one day yeah, soon. I like the Hollies a lot. Oh, they were they, they have been an amazing band. They did the soundtrack for the Peter Sellers movie, my favourite Peter Sellers movie, After the Fox. No, they did the theme song. What's After the Fox? It's where he plays. Sorry, I'm going to laugh because I love the movie. He plays an Italian, uh, an Italian uh, criminal genius. <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> <laughs> Some are just but criminals, I Rob. <laughs> but I repeat What's it myself. called, Phil? Uh, what's it called, Chris? I'm writing it down. After the Fox. Oh, um, it's got Victor Mature in it. I remember being a young boy and hearing He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother and my, and my mother telling me it was an important song. I saw the Hollies live once at uh, the State Theatre. It was a good place to, to see them. Yeah. But um, they're one. just like, yeah, I don't know, they're like a tribute act. They're like a Holly's tribute act. You know what I mean? Well, it's, yeah, yeah. They're the best, though. Their lead singer really captures that sound. If you go to Spotify and you go to the Hollies, they have 1,832,722 monthly listens, listeners. And... Have I told you that story? That, that, that when um, Ryder was um, a, a lot smaller and he met Kef, and um, who hopefully we'll get on the show sometime if we can get him in. But anyway. Yeah, he's so busy. Oh, yeah, he's so busy. Anyway, he said to Kev, what do you do? And, he, and Kev said, I'm a musician. And, and Ryder said, can you turn me into a frog? <laughs> <laughs> <There's>, uh, <laughs> when the South Americans were, were coming to Australia, to the Sydney Music He's half South American, Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why. That's what that must be. We, it. we used to hear it. We used to hear them say, "Is, is that the, is this the is this the tortured segue you're making out of this into South America?" Yeah, well, not? So, well, the South American music say, "Are you a professional musician?" They couldn't say musician or magician. <laughs> they became a common. Are you are you a musician? <laughs> well, let's call this let's call this the failed episode. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's our it's our tribute to failure episode. <laughs> because we don't take our pod, we don't take our podcast career seriously <laughs> enough. <laughs> so our tribute to Katy Perry's uh, plastic bag, so, yeah, uh, and a little bit of Tex Perkins. Like our audience, we don't take our career seriously either. So I'm going to turn off my recording because um, we're going to say anything more interesting. We probably will. Yeah, as soon as I as soon as I hit uh, yeah. stop, uh, so pretend to t- pretend to turn it off. It'll take the pressure off. Okay, <laughs> I'm turning it off now, guys. <laughs> that old yeah, one. Now we can, now we can speak openly, oh, oh, it's off the record. <laughs> musician, that's great. Musician, you're a musician, professional right. musician. 
Uh, I, I worked for Sandy Scott for a little while as a musician. <laughs> and um, I, I, and he, I know a bit about the uh, club scene of the 60s. Well, this is, this is the late 80s. He was still doing it. Same thing. Yeah, it was frozen in time. <laughs> He's frozen in time. <laughs> <laughs> He's frozen. No, I thought you were going to say something oh. about the club scene of the 60s. <laughs> if I break wind, will you hear it? Oh, no, it was quiet. <laughs> if I break wind, will you hear it? Parts one, two, and three. <laughs> Four million three thousand two hundred and twenty-one tears from now. <sighs> Maybe I'll forget that we ever met. In fact, um, uh, Robert, I'm not sure if you realise this, uh, Chris, but uh, Rob's mother, Rob's mother, is a club singer of of repute. Yeah, it was. I was. didn't know that. Uh, probably from when I was about five, so from about sixty-two to about seventy-two or okay. three, All something right. like that. Maybe that's, a, that's the the golden age. Yeah. Now I had this page up here before, and it was very interesting about the number of followers that different um, acts had. Um, let's see if I can find it again. But I was surprised that in Spotify, the number of followers that um, different artists have. And whereas Tennessee Ernie Ford has, Tennessee Ernie Ford has got like, um, oh, you know, 20,000 followers. Um, Roxy Music has got 400 and something thousand followers. And Johnny Cash, 1.6 million followers. Wow. Yeah. Johnny Cash is better than all of them, and that's a fact. Nick Cave, what's he on the list? Um, this was just, well, I'm not sure. We'll just have to. Yeah, wouldn't that be under bad Johnny, Johnny Cash cover bands? <laughs> Trivia, eh? <laughs> um, the funny thing is, though, that Nick Cave and Warren Ellis seem to have become a bit of a, a go to pair to write music for uh, Hollywood films. Well, Netflix. I just saw on Netflix War Machine, Brad Pitt's movie recently. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, what do yeah. you think? Well, it, they shouldn't have sold it as a comedy. I thought it was a great drama, but it was just they tried to push it as a comedy. It yeah, really they tried to make funny. it a satire, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, well, but it really, if they've concentrated on the drama, it was just a really good story. In the credits. Great story. In the credits, yeah. um, Nick Cave and Warren Ellis are the, um, uh, credited as the doing the incidental music. I didn't notice it. In you. fact, I love the. Uh, have you seen Hell or High Water? No. Ah, oh, you got to see Hell or High Water. It, take, it takes me, it takes me weeks weeks to watch anything. So yeah, Hell or High me, Water is great. About four weeks to watch that Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, Jeff Bridges, uh, really oh, great really? movie. And again, Warren, love Jeff. Warren Ellis and Nick Caver, um, the oh. songwriters for it. You've been listening to Is This Shirt Slimming? Brought to you by the Dapto Foreskin Restoration Clinic. Time to act. Become intact. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.